All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. If you gamble, use your game sense. Stay within your limit. Go to gamesense.ab.ca and learn more. Be and uh, media pro... Um, uh, because of it, uh, one soccer as of now is, is no longer in business. It's kind of crazy. So can you update us on what's going on? <laughs> yeah, you know what, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm still trying to digest this news myself, but you know, from, from what has now become very public knowledge, uh, it all came to fruition pretty much on Thursday and it's within the courts. Now, both are suing each other for breach of contract. So media pro, um, a company that originated in Spain started Media Pro Canada, and around Media Pro Canada started a network called One Soccer. And they're saying that CSB, Canadian Soccer Business, who, you know, as we know, runs the CPL yeah. and also is the broadcasting and marketing arm of CPL and the national teams, they said, You're not fulfilling your side of the contract. Media Pro saying that. They're like, You promised us X amount of teams. By this marking, you know, five years into the league, you promised this, which means you promised us this amount of games um, and you haven't fulfilled that. And I think Media Pro was also a little shocked. I mean, I just saw you giving some updates on the weather around the country. I think Media Pro was a little shocked about how huge this country is and the amount of money they'd have to put into, you know, this country. And I think they were a little shocked as well at how this country wasn't so quick to jump on the soccer bandwagon. And quite frankly, I don't think they understood the duopoly, the power of Rogers and Bell and the refusal uh, to put one soccer on linear. CSB, of course, is countering, saying it doesn't matter. We've signed a deal. We've always done everything in good faith. 
We can't help it if the pandemic also got in the way, which really hurt our ability to give you the amount of games we said we'd give you by 2024, to give you the amount of teams we thought we'd give you. Like, you know, it set us back more than we thought. So you're actually in breach of the contract. We're suing you. But this is, so, so that's in the courts now. But what we do know, guys, is that CSB still owns the rights to the Canadian Premier League games and to the men's and women's national teams. So what happens to those games now? Like, who airs them? Because one soccer is essentially no more. Do they make a deal with TSN? Do they make a deal with Sportsnet? Do they make a deal with DAZN, Apple, Amazon, right? Like, the big question here is they were a league, which is it's unheard of, guys, right? Like, when you are a brand-new league, to receive network dollars is unheard of. Yeah. Because you have to you have to prove your worth. I mean, Jason, yeah. you would know this. Like, you have to prove your worth. You have to prove that you're valuable before any network steps in and says, "Oh, I see the value in your league. I'm going to pay for your rights." Yeah. So for CPL to already be receiving broadcast rights, like that that's that's mind blowing, right? Like take the PWHL for example. Nobody's paying for the rights. TSN Sports at CBC. All three are are, are airing those games. They're not paying. What they're paying, as I put, you know, that word in quotations, they're paying with airtime. Mm-hmm. They're paying with exposure. Like we'll put you on our channels and hopefully help build your product and it becomes valuable. So now CSB has lost that broadcasting money. So even if they were to put the games on TSN Sportsnet or whoever, do they have to pay now yeah. to put those games on those networks? So now they're kind of behind the eight ball. All this money that they thought they'd be bringing in, they have to spend. So it's like, it's a mess, guys. It's an absolute mess, and we're all trying to make sense of it, right? How quick do you think it gets solved? And, like, is there is there a timeline for, like, would the season play if this isn't solved? The season will play, but, I mean, yeah. that's a real kick in the pants, right? Because yeah. now you're playing, and you're like, well, who who's what? Like, where, where are our games being broadcasted? But this is where it really, like, starts to get into the hands of, of the lawyers and the courts, right? So, for example... You know, something we, we can still talk about, obviously, is CONCACAF Champions Cup, as I explained, right? You have Forge FC, who's playing Chivas. That's huge. You have Cavalry, uh, who's in the uh, in the competition as well. They're taking on Orlando City. And you have Vancouver Whitecaps, right? So you have three Canadian teams that are playing in CONCACAF Champions Cup, which is a huge tournament. Make good money being in that tournament. I do, from what I'm, I'm told... I understand one soccer will still air those games, okay. but it'll be plug it'll be plug and play, so it won't be any Canadian commentary. So one soccer, myself included, I would typically be going in on February seventh. I'd be hosting the pregame show, halftime, postgame. You know, uh, yeah. Adam Jenkins would be doing play by play. Nope, that is not going to happen. It's going to be plug and play. Whatever CONCACAF is is providing, whatever commentary CONCACAF is providing, fingers crossed, guys, that it will be in English because it is being played, you know, against the Mexican side. CONCACAF does now have, you know, like a, a huge Mexican contingent. You yeah. might just be getting your play-by-play in Mexican and Spanish, right? So it's like, I, from what I understand, certain games will be played, but for how long, right? Like, that's the question. Because if media pros like, we're out of here, unless they're ordered by the court, to still uphold their end of the bargain, um, they'll keep one soccer for the sake of airing games, but they will not provide any studio for it whatsoever. So it's like, it's really kind of going backwards for the sport in this country in many ways, right? Like it's really, really sad. Just when you felt like you were making waves, just when you felt like you were growing, 
Now your exposure is kind of gone. Or even if you get the exposure, at what cost? Because like I said, do you have to pay now another network to air your product? And now you're losing money. So. Well, Andy, to a positive note, I assume is positive for most people, Bev Priestman. <laughs> okay, so Bev Priestman yeah. is rebranding until 2027. I know she's big on player development, winning record. So that's part one. Part two, she's defending and the team, the Olympics here coming yeah. up. They won last time. How do they look coming into So I guess give us some thoughts on Priestman and how does the team look going into the Olympics this year? This is interesting. And I'm, I'm going to give you mostly glass half full. The only glass half empty I'll give you with the Bev Priestman signing is, you know, you, you kind of raise an eyebrow where you're like, wow, signed through 2027. Like, again, this is somebody who had a bit of, you know, a mixed review year where it was an absolute disaster at the World Cup, but then a masterful bounce back in those two qualifying games against Jamaica to get back to the Olympics. So you're just like, well, what if she has another? So the next big tournament for the women is coming up in February. It's their Gold Cup. So the, for the first time ever, the women have a Gold Cup competition. For years, they've had it for the men. So they're going to play in that Gold Cup competition. What if it's bad, Terry? Or what if they go to the Olympics and it's bad? Like in the world of soccer, we could say it's fair or not fair. Oftentimes, when you have a horrible performance, it's almost expected that the next day the coach goes, I resign. Yeah. That's why we were having these conversations after the Women's World Cup, when it was so bad for Canada, a lot of people thought Bev was going to walk away. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, she didn't? Oh, okay. Which is against the, the norm, right, of typically right. what happens in the world of soccer, when it's that bad of a performance. So I, I think Canada soccer's kind of put themselves in a wee bit of a pickle that you've signed someone for so long. But I guess the other part of it is Canada soccer's in shambles, guys, is I, I feel like I come here every single week. Like we just talked about Allison Walker <laughs> kind of now turning around going, ah, not taking that job. So now I guess in many ways, Canada soccer is like, well, Bev's the, like, who's going to want that job? Again, there is a labor dispute going on. Nobody really wants to touch Canada soccer with a 10 foot pole. So maybe they saw that and went, just sign Bev Priestman because uh, at least we have a coach till 2027. Yeah. Having said all that, she is really good. Like I, I do feel like as harsh as I can, you know, I was and, and even saying right now a little bit about how her performance was at the World Cup, she really bounced back. I loved how she responded in September. She completely changed her formation. She really gave certain players the opportunity to shine. Uh, it, it was masterful, masterful. I loved it. I really am expecting big things from Canada in February in this tournament. And I think that, you know, now that, and, and I don't mean this in a bad way, right? And maybe, Terry, you've been in a room where you've experienced this too. Like, Christine St. Clair was larger than life. And you would always want her in her prime. You want her on your team, no matter what. But I think Christine St. Clair's shadow you know, or, or like, you know, the, just the shadow that she cast, everyone was kind of living in it and never maybe felt like they were living up to their potential because they would always defer to Christine Sinclair. Now that she's gone, I feel like a lot of people have their wings and it's not in a bad way. It's not like me saying Christine Sinclair is getting in the way. I just feel like that kind of happens when somebody gets older and you just yeah. like, you know, that that next generation is chomping at the bit, but you're like, yeah, but there's no room for you because we're still respecting the veteran. So I, I do think that there's some players who feel like they can breathe. And I'm really looking forward to what they can do in a couple weeks at that next tournament for sure. 
Andy Petrillo uh, joins us. Uh, Andy, uh, some big news uh, overseas. Uh, Jurgen Klopp announces that uh, he's leaving when the uh, season is done. Uh, he, he, needs a, he needs a lot of rest. Um, all right, get, you know, he says that uh, you know it's, it's for his his mental health, and um, yeah, yeah, and I understand it, but I I, I do sometimes feel that um, not an excuse. But like mental health is depression and and everything, and uh, you got a great job. And is there a lot of stress in your job? Sure, right. But maybe just mm-hmm. say, you know what? Hey, I need a break. I'm tired. Right? Like, I, I, yeah. I, everybody always likes to use mental health, and I, I get offended sometimes because I think it's people that aren't really dealing with legit mental health issues. It's you know, wow, well, you know, geez, I got some stress in my life. Yeah, okay, but that's not necessarily what yeah. originally mental health was talked about. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and I don't I don't think he, he meant it that way there, but you're right. I do feel like it's just part of our vernacular now, right? Many yeah. people associate resting your brain or just kind of recharging or taking your life back is I, I got to look after my mental health, right? So it's just become this like phrase where we have always known mental health to then have the word illness attached to it, like mental health illness, right? And I, I think there's a differentiate, you know, you got to differentiate between the two. And I think for, you know, for Jurgen Klopp, the writing was kind of on the wall. I mean, it still shocked everyone. And I, I think looking at a Liverpool team without him will be very, very strange. But he's always. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. come to the defense of players like for years he has always said the schedule is getting too much you're jamming in way too many tournaments on top of the regular season not to mention the players who have national team duty they're off trying to qualify for whatever it is right whatever it's copa america it's euros it's the world cup right like everyone is off trying to qualify you know FIFA's even trying to introduce the World Cup every two years now, guys. Like, it's all this stuff that all these players, and they really don't get a break. Like, it is seriously a 12-month operation. Like, as hard as we go in hockey, you just know that, if first of all, if you don't make the playoffs, you're done as of April. And even if you go all the way and win the Stanley Cup, you're still looking at, 
you know, and in June and training camp doesn't start again until September. That kind of stuff does not exist in the world of soccer, right? It's like your season is long. Then on top of that, once your season ends, oh, guess what? It's a World Cup year. Oh, guess what? It's a European championship year. And you're just playing and playing and playing. Well, that also takes a toll on the coach who's constantly having to manage a bunch of things and, and, and everything as well. So I, 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 what I always wonder, guys, is I always wonder the precedent. I always wonder if it opens the door to other people now having the guts to do this. And I, I say it's guts because imagine having this job, right? Like imagine a coach even walking away in hockey. Imagine a coach walking away, willingly walking away from like, I don't know, the Dallas Cowboys game, like whatever is the bigger team in the league. Imagine them going, peace out, right? Like I'm kind of done. Excuse me? Like what, do you, like what are you doing? People would like give their firstborn child to have that job and like you're like, I'm out. So I think it's very like I think that's gutsy of them, good on him. If he's like, I'm kind of done and, and so be it. But then I just wonder what the trickle-down effect is too, right? If other coaches – and I wouldn't say it's the same, but uh, Xavi Hernandez – you know, massive player for Spain, World Cup champion. He's taken over Barcelona, and he's also said, I'm done. He said, I'm going to leave at the end of the year. His is a little different because he's been getting some mixed results, so the fan base has been um, kind of hard on him. But that's exactly why he's leaving. He's like, I'm going to leave because I'm tired of this crap. I'm tired of, of the abuse I receive at the hands of the fans. I'm tired of the abuse I'm receiving from the media. He's like, I don't need this. I'm out. So he also announced that he's going to be leaving, and he's leaving Barcelona. Barcelona's huge. So it's like, what's kind of going on here, right? Like, I almost feel like managers in the world of footy are just boycotting. And I I don't know if I like it yet or if I'm like, "Mm, what's happening here? I don't don't quite know how I'm feeling yet about it, guys. But I just know that it's happening. And I wonder how many would actually start to do it as well. Yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, something to watch for, uh, for sure, Andy. Uh, great stuff as always. Uh, we will chat with you uh, next week, and uh, maybe we'll we'll have some changes and uh, see if you're going to be uh, back on the air or only back in one gig. We'll see. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.